What's up, everybody? Uh, we're back on the pod. Probably my favorite episode of today. It's probably going to be my favorite episode today with all the stuff that happened. This episode 10, if I'm correct on the numbers. Uh, we had some pretty massive trades that happened a couple days ago, two days ago or so uh, in the NBA world. But before we get started on that, you know, y'all already know Felice. Y'all already know Lexi. Y'all already know Aza. They've been out here multiple times. Uh, but we got a new guest. Introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? I'm, my name's Kev. I'm a sports business student at ASU. I'm very passionate about basketball, football. That's mostly basketball. And I'm a huge Suns fan, lifelong Suns fan. Go orange, you know? That was the most professional introduction I think we've ever got. <laughs> yeah, that's the most serious one yet, for sure. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got a lot of trades going down, and we got our own Felice. I call you the trade track. You got all the trades and everything written down transactions. What yeah, trade did you want to get ones. first, Felice? Well, you, you know which one I want to talk about first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Felice, you know, go ahead, take it away. We gotta we gotta talk about that uh, uh, Harden Simmons trade. What y'all think yeah. about that? Did not think it would happen. That's all I gotta say. I didn't think it was a possibility. But, you know, Maury proved me wrong. I thought he was... Man, uh, I actually... I'm not... I'm going to be honest. I thought it was going to happen because, like, the there was a lot of, like, conflicting reports about it, like, going into the week. Like, some people were like, oh, yeah, the Nets aren't looking to trade him. And other people were like, oh, yeah, it's definitely happening. But, like, the... On trade deadline day, I was at campus with one of my friends and we were talking about it and he was like, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm like, I I just have a gut feeling it's, they're going to pull it through because, like, Brooklyn literally had no incentive of just holding on to Harden and, like, losing him in the summer for nothing. Like, they ob- it obviously wasn't working. They didn't like him, really. He didn't really like them. So, like, you kind of had to, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I didn't think – I didn't I really didn't think it was going to happen because there was nothing to suggest that Harden, like, really wanted to, like, one, like, leave – because the report, the reporting on this Harden stuff was like terrible. Outside of like two people, yeah. Outside of like outside of like Windhorse and and Shams, like this this Harden stuff was like awful from everyone. People owe Windhorse an apology because I know people <laughs> are saying you're fraud and Woj is right and but yeah, he, I didn't, he was I didn't, right I didn't, at the end of the day. I didn't think that LeBron soccer would be right about this, but he. But he <laughs> <laughs> What's your nickname for a say it again? The LeBron stalker. <laughs> he is the LeBron stalker, bro. He literally been following me since he was like a junior in high school. Like that's that's a little creepy, bro. Not gonna lie. But yeah, I didn't, bro. The crazy thing is, I was literally on Twitter. I was just reading something, like before, like literally seconds before the trade happened. I was just reading something that said, "Oh, the the Sixers don't want to include uh, Latisse Thibel," and then Shams just said, "I'm about to drop a Hiroshima level nuke." <laughs> and then boom, it just happened. Oh god, crazy! I dropped to my knees. Like that, that, that shit was crazy. You <laughs> said so you dropped to your knees already. Where were you? So at you like you, little, you just like I was, I was, there? I was home, man. And I just dropped to my knees when I saw you. that trade announced. I was sick by the trade, man. I, uh, I, I couldn't believe. Brooklyn you had to delete those Simmons, Simmons to Minnesota posts, or uh, man, I had, I had three hundred saved photos. Ben Simmons, Timberwolves edits, man. I had to delete all of them. That was the end of the all my Ben Simmons Timberwolves talk, family. Bro, I was I was in the middle of my class when it happened, and like we were watching like a 
video i think and like i literally just like shouted out like oh my god and people like started looking back at me i was like hey my bad chill y'all that, that was fucking right. insane oh by the way before we move on felice you you need an what was you know you got to give somebody an apology man oh yeah daryl mori i called you a minecraft player like three episodes <laughs> ago I, I apologize for that i did not mean that i did not know you were gonna pull this 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 trade that that shit is crazy. Everybody owes Daryl Morey an, ap- an apology. To be fair, everybody is saying he's a clown, blah blah, blah including myself. Everybody was saying, "Oh, he, he should have taken this trade. He should have taken this mediocre trade, or this, that, and the third. And then he said, "Nah, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just wait until a star becomes available, and boom." Yeah, yeah. he was getting crucified for not trading for Halliburton. Yeah, uh, what was that two yeah, weeks yeah, ago? Yeah. They was, said he, they said he should have traded for Jeremy Grant, Sabonis, all these like good S- players, Sadiq but not Bay like Jeremy Grant. All these good players, but not like you know they're not James Harden at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, like Har- I mean, even though Harden might be like slowing down a little bit at this point, like he's still a top thirty player to ever play the game. Like, why wouldn't you want that, especially when you're like right there on contending for a title? Like, I don't. I think before this, Philly definitely wasn't a title contender, but now, like, you can argue very much that they're, like, in the top tier in the East. Yeah, for sure. I think if they they make a couple moves in the bio market, just add a little bit of depth, I think they should be fine. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they for, I think they for sure need to add a backup point guard because right now, like, they're, like, I mean, like, it's Jaden Springer and, like, Isaiah Joe. Shake like, those Milton. guys are, like, Shake yeah. Milton as well. Yeah, they're like young, like two guards. They're not really creators. They need like a, a kind of like Rondo type, like Ishmael guy that can like All right. control the no, pace off the bench. Hey man, I said Ishmael what last week? Nah, I don't. You got no, him back. No, no I'm like, your if they back. can't, if they can't shoot, I don't want them. I'm I'm tired of that. No more brick masons. I don't have to deal with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do y'all think about them not giving up Tyrese or Matisse? This is it's, it's crazy. They didn't yeah. give up any of their young core. Yeah, yeah, I think they decided to give away the picks instead of them. That's why they gave them two first-round picks, I think. And the five, thing is, but... one of those picks is this year, and that's going to be, what, mid to late 20s, if we're being honest? And then one of them yeah, is like a 20-27 protected pick. Sixers are still going to yeah, be good by then, probably. And then Drummond the thing is about it pretty is, hot yeah. garbage. He's an elite floor spacer. He's a good shooter, good scorer, but like he really does nothing else other than like shot creation. Like, I mean, whatever there. And Brooklyn is like my main like issue with the team is like still they like they have like three strong defenders, maybe like Ben Simmons, obviously, when he gets back. And then like maybe like Kessler Edwards, like Javon Carter, but he's a brick mason. So, like, they they can't guard anybody, and Kyrie might not even be playing like home games in the playoffs. So, what do you like? There's not a whole lot to like there still. I don't think uh, that that the Nets the Nets are just cooked. Like, if you look at their schedule, especially after the All Star break, it depends on when KD comes back and when Simmons is like allow uh, when Simmons is like fully back or whatever. Because I know he's still dealing with like some mental health issues and stuff yeah. like that. And I know he got to still like ramp up and shit, but yeah. whenever, whenever those two guys come back and obviously Joe Harris as well, since they didn't trade him at the deadline, um, whenever those three guys come back, 
Like, they're going to have to just start winning, right? They're going to have to go on a roll because right now they're what? Like, two and a half games out of the sixth seed? Yeah. They're eighth. They'd be in the yeah. play-in. And if, yep. and if someone like Toronto drops to, like, the play-in and they got to go to Toronto and play them, Kyrie can't play. He can't play that game. Bro, yeah. but, but like, like, honestly, if they stay in the eighth seed and they, like, lose the first playing game, I'd be kind of scared if I were them to play the second playing game against the Hornets or Hawks if they stay in that, those spots. Like, those teams are two teams that can go toe-to-toe with you scoring. And, they, like, Hornets are a team that can drop, like, 140 on you on any night because they have, like, so many, like, shooters, four spacers, creators. It's just – that's just tough, dude. East East is a total bloodbath. I like the trade uh, though. Like say, if you had to trade Harden, that's, that's yeah. No, I, I do. I do think that I think Simmons is gonna fit well, like in Brooklyn, like for his like. I think their system's better tailored to his skill set than Philly's is. But still, like, mm-hmm. can you really play him like in crunch time? Like, I'm not sure about that. He can no, just sniper. look at it. We also you gotta remember um, they have like. Steve Nash is their head coach. So, Nash yeah. is a troll. But there is another thing about the Nets, though, with this trade is, you know, <clears throat> typically when you trade a superstar of the caliber of James Harden, like you're doing it to rebuild, but they're they're in win now mode. So it's it's hard to win a trade like it's hard to get a something to the level of James Harden when you're when you're trying to win currently. So, I mean, I they did what they could. I don't think it was a terrible lost the trade. I mean, if you think about it like this, essentially the Sixers upgraded Seth Curry to James Harden because Ben Simmons didn't play all this all this year. And then Najee Drummond was good, but he was a backup to Joel Embiid. So and then they obviously gave up the pick. So they essentially like upgraded Seth Curry to James Harden um in this trade. So I think they take a massive W. I think um, the Drummond edition was- 100%. Isn't I mean Drummond's not good, but but for Brooklyn it's like a better it's a better addition for Brooklyn than it was for like the Lakers last year and the Sixers because they don't really have that type of rebounder. Yeah, what you mean DeAndre Jordan? DeAndre Jordan (laughs) had a rebound. DeAndre Jordan was a DNP machine with the Nets. Let's be serious. (laughs) DeAndre Jordan, aka the next member of the Juan Don Sharks next year. Yeah, he did. Like, that dude should not be on an NBA roster. The thing know. is, like, he completely fell Jordan, Brooklyn got pretty good. I think if you had to trade Harden for, <clears> for a win now <throat> package, they did very well. Uh, obviously, Philadelphia easily won the trade. Whenever you could turn a top 40, top 30 disgruntled player into a top five at his best uh, MVP caliber, James Harden, you won any trade. Hey, I'm always in the belief that if you get the better player, you win the trade. Uh, but uh, it's like, Brooklyn, what could you do? James Harden wanted out. They had to get something in return. I think Ben Simmons is, is just like, where is he at? It's, if Obviously, he's dealing with stuff right now. He's not going to be back. But when he comes back, is he going to be shooting? If he shoots, if Ben Simmons can shoot, I'm saying if he could shoot, he could be one of the best players in the NBA. But the question is, is he actually going to start pulling the trigger on mid-range threes? If, if he gets that confidence when he comes back and is fully back to where he wants to be. I mean, we could look, we could say Brooklyn, man, they're pretty dangerous and they may be better than last year if that's the case. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't have that much faith in Ben Simmons. 
he's essentially declining from his rookie year. Um, yeah, crazy. I agree. Um, but he he's a dude. I feel like you know he all these years he had this opportunity to prove his three point shot. <clears throat> Even just like I remember Doc Rivers said, like he could just attempt him from the corner. Um, I just. Like that, he's not. He wasn't even doing that. So, I think for Brooklyn, like he, he'll probably play the, what the four, if Kyrie plays in the way. Yeah, he'll play uh, four. Yeah, and then when Ky- yeah, and then when Kyrie's out, he's a point guard. So, um, yeah, I don't see Ben Simmons like improving his game or anything. I think he'll he'll be great defensively. He'll be in talks for me uh, next year. I'll say, uh, defensive player of the year because he's in a great situation, but. Uh, I just I don't see Ben Simmons improving his game offensively that much. Also, you gotta think like who the hell is gonna be their starting center? Is this still gonna be Aldridge? That's, that's what I was about to say. I was gonna say something about are they, ben are they are they gonna start Andre Drummond? Because you, you know how Steve Nash is. He, he doesn't care about shooting. This is, he, he the, might just start Drummond. I would I would have started like I'd probably start Aldridge because here's the thing you don't you really want to run a starting lineup that has Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond in it? I, I don't think so. I don't You're think gonna, so. You're gonna get blown out of the water on offense. But the like, thing this is, is gonna be uh, crazy. With Ben, I've seen I've seen like people like like potential starting lineups where they have Ben Simmons at the five, and I'm just like, dude, that's a horrible decision. Like Ben Simmons is not a rim protector. He's gonna he's, he's gonna start at point guard probably. They'll start like Simmons, Kyrie, Harris, Durant, and then Weber's at center. It just anything but center. I think you gotta. I think you'd, it'd be really cool if you even just started in the center. To be honest, like. Ben Simmons at center would not work. Yeah, no, Ben Simmons is not going to be playing center. I don't think so. But I mean, the reality is, he's—I feel like he's—he was probably not shooting as much because he's dealing with mental stuff. So, if he could get back to being confident and whatever he's doing, clearly, I mean, I know Philly fans. I know all on Twitter were talking about, oh, look at that—he recovered because something about he's joining the team on the road. But like, if your mental issues are being caused by your workplace, of course you're going to get better if you remove from it. That's what uh, I was gonna say. I really don't like that. Just, like, yeah, people it's are kind of what they're like, doing. I don't like how people are just jumping onto Simmons, saying like, "Oh, he's fake. He faked mental health," and then they're like trying to cancel him. Like, dude, he's not ready to play right away. He can't just he can't just come back. No, he still has to recover. It's like I don't know. I don't really like how people are just kind of kind of saying that. And his workplace was causing it. Philadelphia was a big portion of it. And yeah. obviously, yeah. if he gets removed from Philly, he's gonna be a little bit better. That that, that I don't get why people saying he's faking it. That's whack. That's not yeah, I totally, I totally agree with that. Totally agree. It's, it's like, like I saw something on Twitter, like somebody like talking about like how it's like pretty much the equivalent for him of like getting out of like a toxic like work environment or like a relationship or something like that. Like obviously, when you leave like the place that like made you feel that way, it's gonna obviously make you or go a long way towards making you feel better, improve your health, all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. He's bro. He's a 25 year old, and the and the Philly fans were burning his jersey outside of social media. The players and the coach said that they weren't sure that they could win a uh, a title with him. Blah blah blah. You know he got criticized, whatever. And then obviously the Philly fans they didn't they didn't help out with that. So he's probably yeah. seen that he's got social media. He sees all of that stuff, and then. That probably affected his mental mental health to the point uh-huh. where he just didn't want to be there anymore. So yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know if that report was true, but I mean, didn't they say like he got emotional talking to KD, saying thank you guys for believing in me? I mean, do you know how low of a point you got to be as an All NBA player, 
because I remember wasn't he all NBA? Was he all, yeah, he was all NBA one, at one point. All defensive player to yeah. say thank you for believing in me. Like, do you know how right. much teams wanted Ben Simmons? It isn't just Brooklyn who wanted him. I a saw, lot of teams I, wanted that guy. So. I saw a report that said that last year Ben Simmons was like extremely upset that um that he wasn't able that he wasn't able to be traded to uh, Houston Harden. After telling him he was going to be trading, he was literally buying houses. He was looking for houses in Houston. Yeah, he was looking for houses, and he was and he was upset. And it was then that he was like questioning, like whether he even wanted to be there or not anymore. Yeah, like, people need to understand hey. he did not quit because of the game seven. There's there's a lot do, of it. Do y'all think that we can move on to talk about the Tyrese tricks? I got some thoughts on that. Oh, Halliburton. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, anybody got any remaining thoughts on? James Harden. Nah, open. I think the well, Sixers I was, won, uh, I was, but I do think the Nets did as as good as they could in the trade. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. And I, I, I was going to say, I do kind of wish the best for Simmons because I, I, I kind of agree with Azad in a sense. I don't have a ton of faith in him, but I, I have some, but, you know, he hasn't really shown improvements in game, but, you know, I'm rooting for him, so I hope he does good. Damn, that's, yeah, that, that's crazy. Harden was a was a net for a full year, and I didn't even get to go to a single Nets game where he played in. That, that, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm obviously, y'all already know I'm a big Ben Simmons believer. Uh, you know, I like I like the whole Ben 10 thing going on over there. I'm telling y'all, man, when he comes back, he's going to be a sniper. He's going to yeah, be a sniper I, I, when he comes back, and he, he eliminated Harden in the playoffs. That's all I got to say. Brooklyn, not. He not. He not. He is, he is. Ayo. James Harden wearing number one is kind of weird. I'm not gonna lie. He's trying to be Anthony Edwards. That's no, weird. <laughs> Thirteen is obviously retired over there because of Will Chamberlain, yeah. and thirty-one would look kind of weird. Harden's still the only the second best number one in the league. Let's not forget that. Oh, hey, right. yeah, that's let's the not first forget book that after Anthony Edwards. You're right. After Anthony Edwards. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. All right so ahead, we're gonna uh, talk Kevin, about the Tyrese trade now. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. I got I got some like thoughts like that like got in my head like immediately like after that trade happened. Like I think that it's Indiana's clearly the winner. But on the other hand, I also think that people are like way like over hating like Sabonis. Like my my thought on Sabonis has always been that I think that he's like a high floor player. Like he's like a really good all-star level player, but I think he can only take you so far. But, like, people are acting like he's some, like, kind of, like, washed guy. Like, he's not, Bro. like, 25 years old, about to hit his prime. But at the same time, my, like, two thoughts are that, A, he's going into Sacramento with D-Fox, and neither of those guys are really strong shooters. Neither of those guys really play defense. Like, it could, like, help them in the short term. They could possibly get in the play, in which, I mean, is a win for the Kings. But long term, it might hurt them, especially when – Tyrese was like adamant that he wanted to build a culture and win in Sacramento. Uh, also, I just think that the Pacers like retold their team as well as they possibly could have. Because even if they trade Brogdon in the offseason, buddy, in the offseason, they can get good value for those guys. Probably maybe a first round pick, maybe another nice player. Well. And then that. And then if they decide to build around Turner, Tyrese, and Duarte, and maybe the guys that they get in the offseason, like, that's going to be an amazingly spaced team. And they have Rick Carlisle coaching them. They have a nice future, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I, I set up very well. 
I, I, uh, I agree that like I, I do think the Kings were getting a lot of shit like that got fleeked. I don't think they did. It was a, they still got a good player and some bonus. I just don't like how they gave up Halliburton. Yeah, like, yeah, I really yeah. don't like how they gave up Halliburton. Like that's the one thing I just don't like. That's the yeah. glaring. It's a bad. Yeah, move. I, the thing I, is, I call it what it is. It's a bad move. Yeah, it's not like you you yeah. one center away from winning a championship. Right. Uh, I don't know what the hell I mean, they're thinking. The Tyrese Kings Kings fuck. At the end yeah, of the but day. when you're but like, poverty, they have like Monty the Kings. It can't be your GM. Something is ownership, man. Ain't no way Monty McNair did something like that in its own volition. I don't think so. There's no way. Bro, I was like, I, I was like genuinely in kindergarten the last time the Kings made the playoffs, bro. Like, that's like so sad. Like, <laughs> like, damn, bro. I mean, it's, I still think it's ultimately a loss for them because even if Sabonis gets them to the playoffs, they like, what's the chance? How are they going to make the play in, Kev? They're not that far away from it. Yeah, yeah, I think they can make it, which is it's a a win for them in the short term. But like, can you keep? Can you convince the bonus to stay long term? And also, even though the bonus is like only twenty five, he's not that old. Like, you could build around Tyrese for like the next decade plus. And I think Tyrese's ceiling is really high. He's really good all around player. He's a floor spacer. He's a great playmaker. He plays defense. He's versatile. Like, that's hard to, like, give away, but I guess that makes sense in the grand scheme when D-Fox is already seemingly declining and he's making a max contract. It's hard to move that. So, I guess it makes sense, but still not sure how to feel about it for them. Also, um, yeah, I know what's a big winner. Here's a here's a, another thing, though. Um, do y'all think the entire rest of the league knew that Tyrese Halliburton was available? I don't think uh, so. Absolutely. Probably not. Right? Uh, I think only Philadelphia, maybe. I was going to say only Philly. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like they really could have gotten more for. I mean, Sabonis at the end, like he's a really good player. He's an all star type player. And he's 25 years old. I think people automatically. And on their contract for like the next yeah, three years. People, I think, automatically assume he's like 32, 31, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. But he hasn't technically reached his ceiling. Although I, I don't. I still think he'll be around uh, what he is right now. But, yeah. um, I mean, they could – I just – Tyrese Halliburton, I don't know if y'all watched him when Darren oh, Fox was out. He was oh. legit one of the best playmakers in the league during that Yeah, he was, he was averaging, like, uh, nine assists per game in January. I, 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 yeah. Dude, I, I was, like, I'm almost on that thought that, like, I would want to keep Halliburton over Fox for that team. I've, yeah, I was about to ask that. Like, who would you guys? Yeah, no, I agree. But that? like I said, like the contract you have to take into account. Mm-hmm. Also, like, how yeah. much value are are you going to get to move off of D Fox's contract now? Because it seems like he peaked a couple of years ago, so I mean, it might I be hard to do that. And he's really good last year. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he was really good last year. year. Yeah, I, I, I think he'll be better with Sabonis because he actually has a, a, a pick and roll duo. Um, no, Sabonis, uh, let me tell y'all something, man. That first game he played, he tore us up, bro. Yeah, I uh, know. There's off some juice. There's off some juice. The way he was I, dying. I feel like, and I feel like the things like they even Twitter outlets it. trashing him, and he like was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna prove y'all motherfuckers wrong." He's just consistent. <laughs> the thing about Sabonis is, and he also owns the Timberwolves. But either way, like he's just consistent. And yeah, either, but the thing is, like Tyrese potential, Indiana. Yep. We've talked about Indiana literally a couple weeks ago. I told you guys they look clueless, and I apologize for ever running Indiana. I don't even know who the president is of basketball operations. You got Tyrese Halliburton, and they're tanking, and we'll probably get a top three pick, top five, yeah, five, top five. Hey, and top they three. got Jalen Smith too, <laughs> the legend. I mean, 
like you gotta be kidding me. In the, in, uh, they're in a great place. They got Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, you know, Felice don't want to hear this. They may get Jabari. You know, I'm just saying. They may get Paolo. They may get one of those guys. Yeah, they can settle for Jane and Ivy. <laughs> and uh, they got Brogdon. They could trade in the offseason because he's still going to yeah. be a real good trade piece. And then they uh, also they also got um uh 2022 uh Houston second-round pick, which is basically going to be, what, like the 32nd, 33rd pick in the draft? That's like a late first, so you're still going to get good talent. Yeah. Indiana. Phenomenal trade like, for them. The thing with Indiana is, like, if you look at their course of uh, their history over the past couple of years, they're not a team that, like, has rebuilt or has mm-hmm. committed to tanking. You know, their last – what is their yeah, last yeah, yeah. draft pick? Probably Paul George. That was, was, like, like the pick 10. Ten. Pick. Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, he the 10th pick. Yeah. And, I mean, I thought – I mean, personally, I thought they were going to be heading to a top five, top six pick. But they already got their player that they're um, probably going to be trading around or building around. So, I don't know, man. They always uh, – they can they get another one else, please. Differently. Yeah, they they're gonna settle for Jane and Ivy in the draft, and they get like the first right. pick. Uh, Felice, hey, I'll they... talk to you in June if if the lottery balls bounce their way, or May, <laughs> whenever the lotteries. I can't remember. So, but yeah, no, the, you like in the end, this is a great rebuild. Uh, but because they still got like, they, I feel like la- they got very unlucky two years ago. That that the bubble when TJ Warren was playing out of his mind, he picked up that injury that slowed him down. And Sabonis was out that series. Or was a mouse turner. One of their players was, was out. And they, took Miami was out. To, they took Miami to six games, if I remember correctly, that postseason. Or was it five or six? I can't remember. No, they got swept. No, yeah. there, there, was a, there was a series where they took them to five or six. I can't remember. But they have all those guys active. I think they they look much better. But either way, uh, they can trade Miles Turner this summer if he comes back and looks nice. They could trade Malcolm Brogdon. So this is going to be a completely young, different team, I feel like, in a couple of months. And that's how they have to go about it if they want to go back to contending very soon. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's the crazy thing, though. Like, in, way, Indiana, like, wait, what would what, you say? Well, I was just saying their owner was like, was like, he's not going to trade anyone. He doesn't want to tank. But I guess he was just posturing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Historically, Indiana is like a team that's like always like, competitive playoff team but they're never like a contender obviously they like they're just not an attractive place for free agents so they have to like do a lot of homegrown talent and they definitely don't pride themselves on losing so yeah but I was gonna say that it's just crazy that how like loaded the east is in the future because like you got like Milwaukee and Miami like those teams are jockeying for position for the future you got Philly in the short term and then you got like the teams like Atlanta, Charlotte, Indiana, Cleveland, maybe even Detroit. Like those teams have like really nice young cores and they can break out at any moment and become legitimate teams. Like it's just crazy, man. 100%. Yeah. Both conferences are very like this is probably the closest they've ever been in level. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Like I'd say like right now the. West is probably better at the top, like, overall, but the East is a lot more balanced because a lot of the teams at the bottom of the West have a longer way, longer way to go than the East, at least to me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the West, though, is injuries, though. Like, Portland would be very – you know, they're that eight perennial eight. Yeah, I, it could be, yeah. Like, Dan Denver's doing decent without Murray still. Right, exactly. And then Pelicans, they had, literally didn't have their best player all year. Uh, yeah, 
I'm I'm still not Lakers on as the much as we don't like him, but I know that people don't like the Lakers. They haven't been dealing with a lot of injuries themselves. Bro, listen, listen to the campaign. They're the worst Clippers. team in the West. <laughs> worst team in the West. Clippers missing Kawhi and Paul George. So next year the West will be a nightmare too. By the way, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, uh, now that I think about it, probably. I, I don't know if it's the same now, but, like, the teams that are, like, on the fringe or, like, in the plane in the east, uh, like, a, not like a while back, would have been, like, a top six seed in the west. I don't know if that's still the same. But, yeah. That is not the, the case anymore. It's not? The okay. eight-seeded Brooklyn really... Nets, I think, are, like, one game ahead of the seventh-seeded Timberwolves. I think that's that's what it currently stands. I just remember a few months back. That's good. Back. I need the Nets to start losing more games. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, they're. Pretty fucked right now. Yo, going back to the Kings, Kings a little bit. Are y'all surprised Rashawn Holmes didn't get traded? I yeah, kind of yeah. am because he only played yeah. like what, like eleven minutes. Eleven minutes. He had two points. Yeah, I don't know. No, but that I, game I, was, was really bad though. Like that. Yeah, he didn't play much. He's hey. he's like a good player, but he's I, like not a schematic fit next to Sabonis. That like Sabonis is supposed yeah. to be a five, but if you play him like a That's four, what I'm about to say, yeah, like him, him and. He's not a floor spacer. Holmes isn't a floor spacer. <laughs> like it, it's not gonna like work schematically. So I mean, I'm yeah, I'm kind of surprised. And I feel like they could have gotten pretty good value out of him. Like I feel like a team like Charlotte, who needs rim protector, would have moved the first to get him. Yeah, Minnesota said Minnesota. they're not trading Malik Beasley for him, so that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. Do Malik, Apparently, Malik don't get me started on the I will. I, don't get me started on Gupta, man. Don't get me started on the Timberwolves, man. They sat here and said, Vi- he going to come on uh, the next day onto an interview talking about chemistry. Chemistry ain't winning you no damn games. Chemistry ain't help you grab no rebound against the Bulls. Chemistry ain't <laughs> make you guard Kobe White. Come on, man. Don't p- Timberwolves pissing me off. They they telling me you made no moves because the chemistry. Malik Beasley better better be better make 10 threes tomorrow. Some shit, yesterday, he was actually good on defense. He just bricked a lot. but He was very good on defense yesterday, but. Malik, they said they don't want to break up. They said the moves along, like, unless it was a big trade, obviously, you know, who they was, they was uh, desperate for. Outside of that, they said they weren't going to make any trades. Yeah. And with James Harden getting upset upset about, I don't know what the hell he got upset about, uh, that pretty much ended Minnesota Ben Simmons' dreams. So, James Harden, man, it, no thanks to you. Thank Honestly, you. You are a legend. He needs a statue outside Toyota Center. <laughs> Omar, like, my take on the Wolves thing is that, like, I, like, don't really think any of the assets that y'all have are, like, worth trading to get an upgrade. Like, Malik is, like, more of, like, a guy that you just want to dump off because he's been trolling all year and he's doesn't play defense. He chucks up horrible shots. Like, but I honestly, I like Jalen Noel and Naz Reed and D'Lo and all those guys' fits on the team. I don't really – I'd be really reluctant to move any of those guys. I would move Nas Reed today if you told me you would give me the last pick in the draft. Really? <laughs> I mean, oh, nah. he can't rebound. I like him, he can't rebound. I, I lo- Nas Reed is a good offensive player, but if if you let in a third string center outbox you out every every time down the damn floor, you should not be playing. On, on, I'm not lying. You should not be playing. I really yeah, feel I mean, they should not let him true. play a single lick. Let Cat play 48 minutes at this rate. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. I don't know what to say. And I love Jaden McDaniels. I think we got to keep him. Vando already. Y'all know how much I love Vando. But yeah, Vando. Malik Beasley, you just can't trade him now because his value tanked. Like last year, he was averaging twenty points per game while shooting very well. You can't. There's a chance he goes back to that. So you, I would not trade him for peanuts. I'll keep him just in case he does that again. I don't know. I don't know if he will, but he was shooting. I think. Real well I think it was the Larsa Pippen curse, bro. 
It's like the, the last Pippen curse. I think it's just Carolina, he literally like Kardashian curse. All summer he was in jail. I think that's just why. Like he didn't have a chance to yeah. work out and 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 get like that. I think that's the issue is he didn't get a full off season like other players do. I also think that's I why mean, D'Lo is much better this year too. D'Lo didn't get off season last year. Scotty Pippen became an alcoholic because of Larsa, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> How do we get to there? How do we go from Scotty Pippen becoming an alcoholic? But anyway, All right. yeah, no, Tim uh, Yeah, I think, that, I think that's why he's washed, bro. You this think that's man. why Malik, Malik Beasley's <laughs> washed because he can't make open threes? It's, it's the Larsa Pippen washed, effect. She, she had a negative impact on him. Like, he hit like 40, 54% of his last, in his last like 73s, he's taken so. Malik is actually shooting pretty well lately, so I'm not gonna try your bash on him. He actually was was, was pretty good the last couple of games. Yeah, like, bro, he he, he went him. off against the Suns like about three weeks ago. Like I remember, he hit like, I think he hit like yeah, six was, or seven threes. He had like 28 points, and I was like, bro. Yeah, because that, that, that literally Anthony happened. And Malik Beasley like facing y'all. I don't know what it is. Those three like playing you guys. Bro, that that shit happened like the week after, like when we played Utah, like without, like, most of their starting players. Like, Jordan Clarkson was just, like, randomly, like, chucking up and, like, hitting, like, 30-foot threes, contested threes, like, every position. I was like, bruh, like, what what gets into these guys? Like, they, that, they, they ain't like that. Like, come on, man. That's just the jazz they're offense. That, the yeah, it's the jazz AC, offense. Man. But Clarkson been kind of washed this year, too, low-key. And then he's, he just randomly goes charging. off, like, two games in a row. They cook Golden State though. You gotta give Utah they props. They they destroyed. Yeah, Golden true. State oh yeah, that that game. I enjoyed oh, watching that game a lot. The Super Team Warriors getting. Of course you enjoyed it. Of course you enjoyed crumbled, it. man. Said the Super Team Warriors, man. I man. enjoyed it very very much, man. I mean, Aza, why not? They got All Star starter Wiggins. Yeah, man. We, yeah, we All Star starter Wiggins, Otto Porter Jr., aka Wilt grandson. We got uh, top seventy five all time Draymond, top seventy five all time Clay, MVP Steph. Best point guard all time. MVP Steph is, and they still now. have they still haven't even gotten James Wiseman, aka the best prospect since uh, AD is a big. So like, bro, they, they got everything. Like, there's they ain't no excuse for them. All right, we lost the plot a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's we lost the plot. Uh, we let's move on to the next trade. Let's talk uh, about the Wizards, CJ. Man. CJ, oh. okay, we'll put the Wizards on the back burner. Let's talk about CJ. Uh, go ahead, Lexen. Lexen, so, we need to know what you what you think about that since you're so, since you're the Blazers fan here. Uh, Talk to uh, us about uh, Powell too. You was gone last week. Oh yeah, true. We should probably talk about that. Okay, yeah, that's um, probably a good thing. I wasn't there last week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> you know, but I've got to process it. I'm I'm, I'm upset about the Powell trade. The Powell trade is bad. Um, I mean, we cleared up cap space is the only thing I can think of, but it's just we, dude. Pal, Pal is one of the best like ceiling raising like players you could probably like get, and the fact that we we could have gotten a first round pick for Pal, dude, like easily if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, and like, I don't know that that trade really pissed me off. Uh, because we trade, I feel like you know we traded for him to win. Uh, and we just trade him a year later. So now, like, I've been trying to defend the, the Trent trade for the whole time since it's happened, but now I can't because we just threw Powell away. So that kind of sucks. But, uh, I mean, Powell, I miss him. He had more value than CJ. Uh, uh, the CJ trade, though, I I actually kind of like that one. Um, we Yeah, I did too. After, you know, three or four years too late. But 
we finally did it. Uh, we got some uh, we got some options now. We traded a uh, who did we trade? Uh, who, who do we? What was one of the guys that was in the package? We just traded to the Jazz. Who was it again? Nikhil uh, Alexander Walker. Walker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about us like moving him right away, but but I liked that we kind of have like options now, and we have a couple guys we could trade like. <clears throat> Joe Ingles. I don't know what we're going to do with Joe Ingles, actually. He's expiring. He's, he's, he's expiring. Gonna, he's I think he's going to be using y'all facility for rehab, and that's it. And then he must um, dip and probably go back to Utah again. Yeah, we, probably. I mean, I, I, the CJ trade was nice. Um, It could help they us. They also gave up Larry Nance in the. Oh, that's story. right. We did give up Nance, huh? Yeah, yeah I kind of, they threw him in for free. I, I, I was kind of upset about that part, but. But I mean, finally getting rid of CJ. I mean, the, Josh the, Hart, I think, is a good. Idea. Yeah, Josh Hart's a good he's a solid player. player. I was gonna yeah, he's on a good contract too. So I think, Josh yeah. Hart is like, he's yeah, he has he's has a relatively nice contract. He seems like he's like a guy that like everybody in the locker room likes. He knows his role. He doesn't like do anything that he knows he can't do. Like he's, I feel like he's just kind of a nice fit for them, like in the interim. But I also don't get why they traded like. Nikhil right away. Yeah, I think that, Nikhil, like Nikhil hasn't been like very good this year, like efficiency wise, and he's still trying to find his footing. But like if if he like gets more reps like Anthony does, like Anthony did like in the last couple months, I think he could like break out like Anthony has. Like he could be a nice player, honestly. Uh I actually do like the Josh Hart pick up, but Josh Hart is like Josh Hart is a really good freaking rebounder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a guard, he's a he's a very good rebounder. So I I, I like the I like Josh Hart. Uh, yeah, and I don't he know got, how he got twelve points right now for y'all. I'm I'm oh, watching that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, I have him in fantasy too. Uh, he uh, I, I like the Josh Hart edition, but I'm just wondering. The one thing I'm like questioning is because from the looks of it, we aren't trading Dame. Um, which, you know, could be, you never know nowadays, like that he could get traded in the off season. You never know what happens. You could ask for a trade, but I'm just going to go under the assumption that right now we're not trading him. Uh, and we freed up some cap space, like how much exactly like 60 million or something. You could potentially free up 60 million potentially, but obviously you won't. Bradley Beal to Portland in the off season. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, um, man. What kind of horrible trade is that for Portland? That like, why, why dude, that's literally, I'm that's telling you, that's CJ and Dame. That's Dame and CJ 2.0. It's a better version of it, but it's still like the same. This thing. is like that's and you got Simons. What are you gonna regulate Simons again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, but that's the other thing. though, just free agents. Like, who the hell are we gonna get? Free yeah. agency this year is is nothing. Nothing to scoff. I mean, is role yeah, players I mean, galore outside of like Bradley Beal and like Nurkic? I mean, we. Uh, and Zach Levine, but we know he's not leaving. And yeah, yeah, yeah we I figure he's just gonna resign. We go for Harden. Wait. We well, get he's Harden. gonna resign. So uh, all right, <laughs> Harden already accepted his player option. So he's not. Not, that's not yeah. true. That, apparently, that's not true. Wait, that's um, not true, really? Yeah, apparently that's not true. Well, uh, huh. my J- James Harden to Minnesota. All right, all right. <laughs> he's just gonna. Maury, Maury is not letting that motherfucker go after all. After all this. Yeah, no. I, Oh, no, he leaving. Like, Harden didn't get traded, and then we got him in the offseason. That shit would be funny. Um, Bro, but the honestly, the main thing that pissed me off about that, like, Powell trade last week, like, when I saw the, like, um details of it, 
I was in another class like Friday afternoon and I was like, bro, what kind of fucking trolls traded like guy that's averaging 18 points a game for goddamn Eric Bledsoe? Like, bro, Eric Bledsoe's so trash. Like, I hate the dude with a passion. He's a bomb. He's years and years and years. Let's be nice, Kev. Let's no, be nice, bro. Kev. Like, like, dude, like, like, I was like actually mad because I was like, dude, they're what kind of trolls do that? Like you could have gone way better than that role play role playing the lore. Like so only guaranteed three point nine million next year. That's the reason why they they, they took him on. That that's really the main reason. Man. Yeah, so they could resign Nurkic. Not fully guaranteed next season. Man, I mean, like, they needed money to resign Simons. Like they could not let Simons leave and get a better like they had to dump money. To but like still it, dude, no like, it still it still gets me like pressed regardless of what like their motivation were because Last year, the Pelicans literally traded away Drew Holiday for Eric Bledsoe. Like, dude, what, what in the world are you guys thinking? Like, didn't they get three first round picks though? Yeah, I think so. But like, they're pretty much useless now. Yo, Kev, how was Aaron winning with Drew Holiday anyway? So, yo, what's up? Was uh, Eric Bledsoe ever a top five athlete? You're you're a troll. <laughs> this man is bro bro that's the only thing that he was good at like the only reason he was averaging 20 a game was because he was a freak athlete like he had like hops and he was strong and you stuff got, he Kev, wasn't actually think, a good player so man he kept fans in the seats over in phoenix for a couple years no that was all d-book bro it was promise i promise you I promise nah, you. He was nice in Phoenix, so I really like Eric. He, he was he was nice in Phoenix. Stat padding for twenty win teams. Like he wasn't doing anything else. He didn't play defense. He I mean, took people were hating on him for his tweet. What was his tweet? Uh, what was that tweet? He said, "I don't want to be here." I don't want to be here. About he's talking about a yeah, like 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 bro, like yeah, you're you're a role player demanding out. Like bro, like shut the fuck up, Kev. I just said he was not demanding <laughs> out. It was a barbershop, man. No, yeah, yeah. That's what he said, but I don't buy it once. Yeah, like, he just they didn't give him a nice bit, lineup. Bro. What's wrong with them saying you don't want to be there? I don't buy it. He 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 was he was <laughs> tired of being the best player on a losing team, and then he went to Milwaukee and was the reason they choked every single year, and then went to New Orleans and was a bomb. Like it's it's poetic justice, man. It makes right, my heart enough, happy. Enough Eric Bledsoe slander. What's all this Eric Bledsoe slander and hate? Like, bro, Eric Bledsoe is just so random to hate. I'm not even gonna lie, bro. Like, I, have I, 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 I have so little love for Eric Bledsoe that I would rather the Suns starting point guard during that time than Mike James instead of Eric Bledsoe. Like that, that's how much how little love I got for bro. Like, fuck that guy. Okay, that's it. I'm dead. Well, uh, if Eric Bledsoe ever listens to this, do not attach my name to this Eric Bledsoe. I don't dislike you that much. Anyway, moving on. I don't dislike you, but (laughs) so um sorry. (laughs) Uh all right. So we got the Wizards made a pretty big move. Uh last that Azad, right. Azad, go ahead, man. You love to troll and 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 about uh about uh uh uh, E Smith and all that. Go ahead. I mean I know Azad probably happy as fuck. Damn, this is his favorite player, though. Would he be we very? Then when he was your favorite player, wasn't Burkans. he? Who is this? Favorite player, man. That's tough. No, your favorite player is Dinwiddie. If I remember correctly. Oh my god! I <laughs> promise you, Spencer Dinwiddie. The last two months did nothing good on the court. He is arguably the worst starting point guard in the league. I, uh, I legit. 
Who you got in mind? Who you got in mind? Before like the past ten games, I have someone in mind. Who? Kevin Porter uh, Jr. Who was that? Oh my God, KPJ. But he he's been good. Been as a like the last, I said before the last ten games. Okay, yeah, but Spencer Dinwiddie hasn't had a good ten ten games. Actually, there, maybe so. Killian Hayes. You you lied. Killian Hayes got to be the worst starting point. Dude, Killian Hayes is awful. Yeah. Isn't he a two? He's a point guard. Uh, no, so it don't matter. Guard. It don't matter. Keep going. Uh, it don't matter what he plays. He's anyways, but go ahead. Um, continue, Azad. We we get what you're trying to say. Go ahead. Nah. Okay. So we got rid of a guy in Spencer Dinwiddie who, has, as I said, does nothing good on the court. He's overpaid. Um, he jogs the ball off the on the court. Lily, like this man, is the slowest, most unathletic player I've ever seen at the point guard position. He doesn't drive at all, too, and. Um, <laughs> His only source of offense is a step back three, which he shoots like thirty percent from. So uh, I'm glad he's gone. And then Davis Bertans, I mean, <laughs> this is, he's literally the prime example of why you should the not laser? pay. Wait, 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 Azon, weren't you weren't you the man that was saying that he earned that contract a couple years ago? I mean, just just like as he earned an extension, but he did not earn an eighty mil. Dollar contract. Oh, okay, because I, I, I thought I remembered like somebody like saying like he did, he fully deserved like the money he got. No, nah, he part, like uh, he had a good year. That, he averaged, that was like, a 15. contract from the start, bro. Like he had like fifteen points, and uh, I think he shot forty two percent from the three point line. So. Yeah, like nine different. attempts. Yeah, y'all gave Luca the laser. Y'all gave Luca the laser on his team. See, All that's right. the only positive I see from <laughs> that. Like maybe Bertans could be good with Luca, but. Dinwiddie doesn't make sense for them at all. Like Dinwiddie makes zero sense for them considering they have Jalen Brunson about to expire. Yeah, yeah like yeah, Dinwiddie and he can't Brunson even... has to be gone, right, guys? Like based off the cap stuff, doesn't I think uh, they chose maybe. Dorian Finney Smith, and I think Brunson just is gonna be walking away. Yeah. They might unload Dinwiddie too, it's possible. I mean, they have THJ and Bertons, both guys who are just good at shooting and on horrible contracts, so it's kind of crazy um, what they have. They mm-hmm. also, um, I just don't see Spencer Dinwiddie fitting next to Luca. Like he, his no, best, yeah. at, his best trait, if 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 it's not even that good, is his playmaking. And Luka Doncic is getting all the playmaking duties in Dallas. So yeah, he's a top five playmaker in the league. That. So it's like top one playmaker in the league to me. Yeah, he can't play off ball as well. So I don't get it from their perspective. I know getting off KP makes sense, but trading him for Two guys who are also um, on bad contracts and just aren't good players. At least, you know, Porzingis was having a really good season. I think he was averaging 19 and 8. Yeah, uh, and you yeah. got a second-round pick out of it, too. I mean, yeah, that's, it's yeah. not really that crazy, but damn, you got a, you got a draft pick for that? Like, bro, bro, yeah, I want to I, I unload on Dallas so bad for that. It's like, dude, Mark Cuban is a motherfucking troll, bro. <laughs> Like, like all, all respect to you, man, but, like, bro, do you want Luka gone? Like, in the last year, you forced out Rick Carlisle, who, like, maybe he wasn't a good fit, but he's a great coach. You replaced him with Jason Kidd, who's, like, probably, like, a bottom 10 coach in the yeah, league. Like, every, every, he's, like, universally known Whoa, as a troll on the coaching. Yeah, give Jason Kidd his credit this year, though. He got him playing elite defense. I mean, yeah, he got them playing he's like, top he's like decent, that's, like, schematically. Bro, but it's, like it's not even – it's not his, it's not his horrible, fault that bro. most of these guys can't shoot. I mean, but, like, like, his in-game adjustments and, like, his his scheme is fine, but, like, his in-game decisions and adjustments and all that, like, he ain't good at that. Like, he was never good at that in Milwaukee, Brooklyn, any of those places. 
Now yeah. he might have improved a little I bit, but I still don't think he's that great. And then I like, like dude, like, you, you, like now, like Luca's roster is like so horrible. Like he has to like carry them so unbelievably hard. It's like they're trying to make him ask out. Like, what are you doing? Makes no sense. Literally, their offense is just Luca. Like, you cannot have a play run without Luca with the ball in his hand. He has to create every single. Yep. Especially with no KP because KP wasn't a creator, but like he at least he dropped twenty a game. Now he's like, like who who the hell is the map starting center now, bro? Like, is it Marquise Chris? Is it like I think it's Dwight Powell, right? Dwight Powell, Boban? bro. Oh uh, yeah. Oh my god. Boban is not starting NBA games in the year twenty twenty two. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like Boban in like a three or four minute stretch is low key OP. Like he got like yeah. a nice touch on a shot. Like, yeah. He- Give us little stretches. He sometimes will do some of it, but he cannot do it for a long period of time. Yeah, no, he doesn't have the condition. Yeah, we, close yeah, to we, it. we putting his ass in pick and roll every play. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to – that's not – he's not going to work uh, out. But, I mean, also your, to your Rick Carlisle point, didn't they – the whole reason they got rid of him is because he bothered Luca. Isn't that the entire reason they got a new coach? Yeah, I think but he I had remember, issues with some of the players. From Tim McMahon – Tim McMahon – if that article is true, then yes. I mean, then mm-hmm. he literally, Mark Cuban literally got rid of him for his for Luca Doncic. So you you obviously are think, gonna Luca over him, yeah. 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 So I don't. But so I like, think they're doing still, everything they can to keep Luca. They're like giving him. I still like, feel they got like they could have done a lot better than Jason Kidd. Like Kidd might be all right, but like he's not. He's like a Frank Vogel type. Like he's not like raising your ceiling at all as a cut like, adjustment wise and all that. You know. And definitely not. They keep playing like this me, defense; they'll know. be great. They keep playing this defense; they'll be. I don't. I don't see why he. Yeah, he I mean, right I now, think it's been a great hire. The Mavericks are a team, like even with this trade, which I, you know, maybe not a huge fan of. They're not. They're they're a team that you don't want to see first round. Like the three seed Grizzlies, they don't want to see the the fucking Mavericks, dude. I promise you that. They're facing Utah, like a hundred. Like yeah, they're. Just, they, I think yeah. But like they don't want to face. Uh, uh, the, uh, the Grizzlies, I'm saying, would not want to face uh, Dallas because Luca. First you of prefer all, to face the Denver Nuggets, who will get Murray and MPJ back. I don't think they want to face them either, but I think they'd have a tougher time. I don't with think the MPJ's coming back. Though, yeah. I don't think they, they just said they're back. coming back in the near future. Yeah, yeah they said they're coming back in the near, like they're gonna get the medical green light in the near future. Really, Both I'm surprised. Yeah. MPJ. Yeah. I think I that might be smokescreen for MPJ, but I don't know. I think that the I think I'm the Mavs a tougher matchup though because their defense is like legit this year. Yeah, my my thing. I think that if I was like a team like Utah or actually, here's my thing. Take a take on that. I think that if I'm Utah, I'm probably more scared of playing Dallas because I think Luke would do unspeakable things to them. Like compared to Denver, like they match up pretty well against Denver and have proven that like in past years, like in the bubble and stuff. If I was Memphis, I'd be a lot more scared of playing Denver because I think Jokic would do unspeakable things to them. Like, Jokic is tearing the fuck out of, like, JJJ and Steven Adams. Like, it's not even going to be funny. Like, geez. No, I think actually Memphis, Denver is better suited to play Utah. I think any Western Conference team that has an elite center is better better to face Utah than If you have an elite center or an elite wing player, like, you kind of want to play Utah. Utah's who you want, like. Yeah, so I would not want to play yeah. Memphis. Memphis. Has... No, I was just, yeah, no, to your point, Omar, you're right. I mean, like, I, I don't think Memphis wants to see Dallas, but you're right. I don't think I don't think Utah wants to see Dallas either. 
Yeah. Utah's in big trouble if they have to face that. I think if I'm Utah, I want Dallas. I'm like, give me Luka. I don't got to worry about – I could keep Rudy Gobert hanging around in the lane. What? Rudy Gobert don't have to go defend Dwight Powell. That's true. Yeah. So that's what I want to play. Bro, I don't want to sit out here. Have but, to, if I'm Rudy, I have to chase around Jokic. I don't want to have to sit out here chase around Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Davis. Let me play uh, Dwight Powell. It's this. It's the same story every year for the Jazz, though. Like, they have, like, the personnel to be successful. But, like, they're total trolls on defense. Like, they they have zero switchability. They let way too many guys abuse them in the mid-range. Like, and on defense, Rudy has I, – I know I hate on Rudy quite a bit, but, like, when it comes down to it, Rudy's so valuable because he has to do all the work on defense in the playoffs. Uh, and on Rudy? offense – so on offense, the, Hold jazz, on, the jazz offense is so predictable come playoff time because all it is is either Donovan Mitchell isoing and chucking up shots at the end of the shot clock or them like making like telegraph passes to Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich, and those guys chucking up shots. It's not like it's easy to stop and it's really predictable. It's, I don't know. Kev, that, you do know that's their best offense. Utah shoots like insanely well when they take a shot within like the first six Donovan. seconds of the shot clock. But hey, at least he makes them in the playoffs. But Mitchell. we got way too off topic. I don't know how we got to Utah making the playoffs. Aza, <laughs> you keep talking about the Dallas Mavericks. Talk about your oh, yeah. Wizards. Like, what does KP bring to your Wizards? I mean, like, the fact that we brought him in for a guy that doesn't get minutes for us and a guy who brings no value to our offense or defense. I mean, it's a W trade. I mean, I know he's injury prone. Um, I think he missed 20 games so far this year. Um, but his injury right now, I believe it's a minor injury. I think he's out today, but I think he'll play uh, oh. in the next week or so. Uh, Do you think you guys uh, are trading him in the offseason like, like it's a bridge trade? Uh, what would you say? So, do you think Let's you're going like, to trade him again in the Yeah, okay. Yeah. The uh, no, I don't think so. Because, like, our GM talked about him and Bradley Beal. I don't know if y'all saw that. Too, yeah, uh, no, like, uh, Wes Unseld <laughs> also talked about that. Yeah, yeah that's same. what I'm saying. Uh, 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 coach and GM said they wanted to see Beal and Porzingis uh, as a duo, which I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. But is Beal even going to be around to see themselves? As nope. I, I think he will because when he, uh, when our GM did the uh, interview yesterday about Porzingis, he said that like he did this trade with Bradley Beal's uh, permission, you know. So he was like in for this trade, and also when Beal was. Getting that uh, season injury, in, uh, season ending, what was it, surgery? He was like yeah. talking about how he's like excited to lead next year for the team. So I, I think he'll stay. I don't want him to be on a supermax because I, um, I just don't think he deserves a supermax. I just think there's like five the players. I think the five players in the league, six players deserve supermax. But I'm um, paying Cat a supermax this summer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm not really a fan of the Supermax anyways. So see you handicap one player and like that's a lot of I don't know, that's a lot of your the hell does Shams just tweet out right now? Oh, that's irrelevant. Never mind. Keep going. That's a lot of your count just to one player, so I don't know. But I I mean I like Porzingis. I mean he was again, as I say, he was having a good year. He he was shooting like twenty eight percent from the three, so he, he hasn't been shooting the, the ball really good, but he's still a, a seven footer that can shoot. I yeah, mean, you know he's capable of it. Yeah, not many players you can say can do that. So, I like it from our team. Him and Kuzma, I, I like that. I like that. Um, 
And then we're going to have to find a point guard in the offseason. Hopefully, I mean, if Malcolm Brogdon gets available, maybe we can go after him or something. I don't know. But All right. um, yeah. I, I like this trade, though. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think is going to happen with uh, Thomas Bryant? Oh, I hope he's traded, honestly. Because, like, his defense is horrible. Porzingis is literally a mixture of Gafford and... You're 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 far away from your microphone. Yeah, your audio just yeah, on the wind. died. My audio? Yes, you're, bro. You, you're yeah. too far from your mic. Wherever you were talking, like, it, sounds like you, you, it sounds like you're far. Yeah. Oh, uh, is it good now? Yeah. 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 So I Thomas Bryant, go ahead. There. Yeah, no, I was saying like I think we should trade Thomas Bryant just because his defense is horrible, um, and his offense is still valuable to the point I feel like a team could uh, take a gamble on him. So. Um, I would trade him. I mean, I don't know how, how the Sally's match up, but if I can get Malcolm Brogdon, then I would go after him because we need a point guard. Or draft a guy like Ty Ty Washington. I like him out of the draft. Yeah, so. I like Ty Ty. Yeah, apparently he got hurt today, so I, I don't know what happened there. But uh, Yeah, that's, that's my thoughts. I think we win. I don't know what Dallas is doing, though. I think that's a very questionable deal. They could have took the Raptors. Did you guys see the Raptors deal? It was like, it was like Dragic and Pick, but it was like they would, yeah, they would, um, they would, uh, uh, unload Porzingis and not take back any bad contracts. Uh, and Dragic, I think, is expiring, so yeah, he's an expiring, yeah, so they would have cleared up a lot of cap. Um, yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that personally, but speaking of speaking of Dragic, who do you, who do y'all think he's gonna sign with when he clears waivers with San Antonio? I mean, I said the Heat. Yeah, <laughs> Clippers. Like yeah, he 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 definitely makes sense still, bro. But I'm not gonna lie, I love him to come back, <laughs> come back to where it all began, like the third time. Yeah, men, men, the broken bridges. Y'all have campaign, bro. What you mean? Play. I mean, either one of them can play off guard, so like it's not that. That's why I wanted EG because EG can play off guard too. Like he can play one or two. Like same he's, with CP. Like. Man, I, I I love I still got love for Goron, man. He he was like the consummate professional when he was in the city. Like even when he got screwed over in his role, like he didn't really complain until like the very end, which I would have done the same thing with with what troll Jeff Hornacek did to him. I want to come back, man. Like bad. I mean, I think he's not coming back. You guys, you he's guys, not coming crazy. back. But you I would guys. very much welcome it, like hundred percent. Uh, I want to spend some time because I know we talked about the Portland side of the trade, but Pelican fans, I'm sure they want to hear. Uh, we never even got to discuss the Pelican side of that CJ trade. Uh, that was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Pelicans. Like, they they get Zion back. We're talking, they got four real talented starters. Yeah. Uh, I. Th- this is the role what? that I've always wanted to see CJ in. He's going to be a third option. Like, I think that's, I think he's going to thrive as like a third option. Man, like, but he'll be amazing. He'll be amazing. I He's think that, player, but yeah. I think if the Pels like had some kind of defensive presence that they'd be a lot scarier. But literally nobody in that starting lineup is a strong defender. Like if they had Zoe, maybe like it helps a little bit, but 
Lonzo would literally be perfect with CJ. The entire starting five is very sus defensively, and their bench is very good. There's, I don't know. It, maybe they could like be like competitive for like a six, seven, eight seed, but I don't really see them like going any more than that. At least not yeah. right now. I was I talking. You, you can't have Devonte Graham as your point guard and like be like a, a serious like. Yeah, that's not playoff the team. I was talking to Pels about the trade and stuff, obviously, because you know we our team. Our team business, so we were uh, I we were almost saying like like he they were like Herb Jones. They should like have him start. And yeah, say, I really like Herb Jones. Oh yeah, I like Herb Jones as well. Yeah, they could run CJ. He's a very good player. Like CJ, uh, CJ's capable of playing point guard. They could have him and then uh, Herb Jones is the backcourt in the because Herb Jones is a good defender. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Devontae Graham would be cool as a six man because I, I do think CJ could play point guard. Yeah, Devontae Graham is just a shot chucker, so he yeah, yeah. Devontae, he doesn't really fit with that like starting lineup. What they need is someone that could like play make, uh, play defense and just shoot. That's why Lonzo would have been perfect for them, like y'all mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this trade was awesome for them because they didn't give away anything too crazy, and they they have yeah, assurance they, that they could fight for a playoff spot. They could beat the Lakers, got, like, and they still yeah. have a bunch of picks from obviously the uh, the Anthony Davis trade, the Drew Holiday, and Drew Holiday, yeah. and so they, they got, could package those later on if they want to go crazy and get some big other big names. Larry Nance is a solid player too. Yeah, he just gets surgery. How long is he out? Uh, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know if he's even going to play. But I know he's a solid player. I actually really liked him on the Blazers, and now he's gone. Because they could – Pelicans are one of those teams where if they get Zion back and they go on a little run, they could beat the Lakers in a playing game because they look like they're going to be nine. They got to be healthy, obviously. Absolutely, bro. They can definitely beat the Clippers. Yep. Now, like, Clippers going to have Paul George. So, okay, he'll be out for six weeks. All right, so he could, he'll be back. He'll be out until March. Something. I don't. I just don't see the Clippers getting fully healthy. So, like, if anything, they could just go down because they're just not going to get. Yeah, to they're, the, they're not like, getting Kawhi strength back. Yeah. Well, Paul George, we'll know after All Star break what his status is. So, February if they say he can come, said. you said February twenty. Yeah. So if he, but Ty Lue made it seem like it was far more optimistic than what it seemed like initially. Um, yeah. And also, I know they said like, okay, Kawhi is not likely to return. I know they made that pretty clear, but. If you're the eighth, seventh seed, uh, do you do you bring him back? And you're like, all right, let, let's get a playoff spot. Do we? Do you want to help OKC get another lottery pick? I don't think it's worth it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, Cause like, cause, we, we cause don't, the we thing don't need is, to give OKC lottery picks, bro. They have enough. I mean, the thing, the thing with me is that months. why bringing Kawhi back is risky is because when he tore his ACL, like in the Utah series. I believe they said it was like a partially torn ACL, but the like rehab was kind of like take around the year, just like a traditional torn ACL. Yeah. So like br- like bringing him back in like April, like that's like the very like front end of like when somebody can come back, and the there's no guarantee that he's going to be a hundred percent like close to what he was, and also there's a risk for re-injury, and you have him on like a four year max contract right now, or three year. I don't remember which one it is. So you're paying him money, and if he gets hurt again and misses next year, you're just pay- paying a dead contract a lot like KD in his first year in Brooklyn, and that's not, like, you really don't want to be doing that. So it's very risky, but, yeah, I don't think they should do it. Well, I, th- I think, obviously, this is what, like, he, he can actually, like, come back and 
the medical staff feels comfortable and, and gives him a green light. Uh, if that's the case, man, and he could come back, because I know they said unlikely, so they're clearly not closing the door fully on Kawhi coming back. I think they're more so just waiting for Paul George's status, because if, like, if Paul George is out for the year, they're not really yeah. no value to bring him back Kawhi Leonard. But if Paul George can come back and his elbow injury isn't as bad as initially thought and he could recover, I mean, why would you – I don't literally don't – if Kawhi's fine, why would you not bring him back? If he's in playable shape, uh, even if his nice condition's not the best, you still bring him back if his knee's all right and he can play on it. Because Phoenix and Golden State, I'm telling you, they're going to – it's going to be a nightmare first-round series and they could eliminate any of those teams uh, as the seventh or eighth seed because Kawhi and Paul George in the play and is not losing to anybody. So, yeah, they they probably face Golden State as the seventh seed. And – yeah, I'm out of, they, they can definitely give any team in the NBA a scare. And I'll say they can make a championship run. If yeah, Paul I agree. But I that, that's like, about that's like very, very best case scenario. Like if yeah. it turns out like, because Paul George's injury, like it sounds pretty bad. Like it's like a yeah. UCL, like, which is like Tommy John type injury. Like that's something that you don't come back from overnight. And then Kawhi's injury, like he could be back like at the short end of the timetable. But like, if PG's not back, then is it really ideal to bring Kawhi back and let him solo it with, like, Norm and oh, no, no, no. role players? Like, it's, no. it's just, like, yeah, best-case scenario for Clippers, they get in as a seventh seed in the playoffs probably and give Golden State hell in the first round, maybe even beat them. But for the future of the team, it's very up in the air, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it all depends on Paul George. February yeah, I guess, I guess you. So if that's the case, then that can be – pretty interesting but yeah i mean do we have any more big trades that we forgot i don't think so there, I think we covered there, yeah. uh karis levert oh yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah 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 that's not uh, what he I did think, to indiana i think uh yeah people the people that were saying that the Cavs fleece the pacers are extremely foolish extremely foolish i don't know i don't know what you were talking about because the Cavs got they got a first round pick and they got um like I said earlier a 2022 uh Houston second which is going to be like basically a late first that's good value for Karis LeVert. Like I don't know what people are talking about. Yeah, very good. I don't think and then they got they... Rubio's expiring, was it? Is that what they yeah, got? Yeah, they got Rubio's the expiring, so the, yeah. that money they don't have to worry about it. I don't think the Cavs like fleece them cuz I think they got a decent return, but I think it's a great move for the Cavs cuz they yeah. Like, the main issue with the team right now, like, they're obviously amazing defensively, but they need another bucket getter, I feel like, and Levert's that that kind of mold. And he's, like, not really, like, a ball-dominant player either. He, like, just puts the ball on the hoop. Like, he's not the most efficient, but he's a pretty smart player, and he's a decent playmaker. He does – he plays well within the system, I feel like, and he's a good, like, contrast to – like Isaac Okoro, who's like a clamps defense. He's like, he's like a more like Okoro. I feel like is more like a three and D player. Thibel. He's more like a Thibel with a better offensive game, but still limited. So I feel like Levert's like the contrast to that. And I feel like he'll play really well off of the other guys like Garland and Allen. I feel like it's a good move. And also his contract's not real bad, is it? No, it's not. He makes like $18 million next year, I think. Yeah, I didn't think so. It gives the Cavs flexibility to bring LeBron back home, you know? <laughs> not a free agent this summer. Next so. year. Yeah, he knows three years from now. Not this year and then two more years, additionally. Damn it. LeBron's not going to be a free agent anytime soon. 
Uh, I think he'll, he'll opt deal, out. Though. He'll opt out. He's he's leaving that dump in LA. We waiting for the. I was waiting for the return, but he's probably just gonna play with Bronny. Yeah, that's that's what I feel like. I feel like Adam Silver is gonna rig the lottery so the Cavs get the first pick and they take Bronny. <laughs> oh, just, no. I think Cavs are too good. I think Cavs are too good to get a first round pick anytime soon. Who's that? But even if Cavs get the first pick, wouldn't they? Wait, what what year is Bronny even gonna be drafted? I don't even know. Uh, Two years. Twenty four. I thought it was 23. Okay, so that, that God damn so it. That. We don't even have our first. <laughs> God, I hate Russell Westbrook for that. Jesus Christ, bro. Russell MVP Westbrook? Oh, my God. Did, did y'all see uh, Karis LeVert the other – I think it was yesterday against Indiana? Yeah, yeah, that looked yeah he, he cooked him in the fourth, man. Yeah, yeah that was he's, he's perfect on that team because they need a high-volume – score like him. Listen, man, yo, I'm um, not gonna lie, bro. Not this year. Not this year draft. I know it's kind of... But Houston, do you guys have your pick next year? Yes, we do. Yeah, they have their pick. If y'all can get Victor... I don't know how to say his last name. Wemba. Victor Wanabaya. Y'all get him, bro. Y'all get him, bro. I'm not lying. If I'm Another two, center? I'm one year. Yeah. Is he like next year? Is, uh, I mean, I've heard... He's, he's 2023. I've heard yeah, folks that he's the best prospect since Kareem. So I... In a long I time. Bro, who said that? <laughs> Uh, he's not really like cause no, he's he's actually like generational. Like I'm I'm not, he's, not, like, he's he's seven feet tall, but he can do everything. Like he literally he's seven foot three, but he can shoot, he can like yeah, he can pretty much do everything. Create bro, he's a great don't... defender, interior and perimeter. Like he's a video game hack, like someone you make in two K just to abuse somebody. Like and he's, we don't he's overseas? Up... Yes, he's a friend. Yeah, he's yeah. overseas. Oh, bro, okay. he was cooking Rudy Gobert like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Damn! I tell you, I'll take. That's what I'm saying. I'll tank shamelessly just to if get we don't. If we don't. If we don't get like a center this year, then or one of these like bigs, then yeah, sure. Yeah, no, you got to tank like that year. That year is the one year I'll pay Adam Silver a couple billions to rig the lottery. I mean, Imani basically be a, a pretty high draft pick next Fuck. year, but uh, yeah, he kind of he kind of yeah. sucks. So. I, know, I thought I, he was going to be so good. Prospects. He got that KD comparisons early on, too. Yeah, he's, he's How tall is he? Unathletic. He's 6'9". He he's like 6'9". But he hasn't grown since he was like 15. His measurements are disgusting, by the way. His athletic I'm not keep track like, of these prospects. I'm not even going to lie. But yeah, Vic, like that 2023, I think like the, the like he's so generational, as people say, like he's going to Teams are gonna tank. You're gonna be seeing teams tanking first game of the season. But anyway, moving on from that, uh, we got we got through the trades. Last discussed the one one event. Uh, you said Derek uh, White. Derek Derek Let's not forget yeah. about Derek White. That was a win-win trade. I mean, yeah, it's not anything too wanted. significant, but it's a good yeah. trade for the Celtics. I mean, he was pretty nice though yesterday for Boston. Charlotte. Yeah, he was pretty good. I just I'm just curious as to like if they're gonna ever play like smart and like. Fight next to each other, like that's gonna be spacing hell. They did it yesterday in the end of the game. They did. Oh my god. Yeah, they did it at the end of the game yesterday. So I that's think they're pretty comfortable with doing that. All right. Hey Felice, what did you think of the Daniel Tice trade? Thank God he is gone. <laughs> I am free of that troll. Jesus Christ! I can watch Rockets game in peace now. <laughs> Why? Like, what made you dislike him? Because I, I think Steven Silas more than Steven anything. Silas literally yeah. played him as a power forward, and I almost <laughs> lost my mind, bro. He literally had like his net rating is like a minus twenty when he plays. 
<laughs> well, y'all, y'all got Schroeder back, so you, you think he's going to get any minutes? If, uh, if Dennis Schroeder plays a single minute for the Houston Rockets team, <laughs> Silas should be fired. Like, hey, I mean, spot. like he is a KPJ said. KPJ said the the Rockets need a veteran point guard that he can learn from. So John okay. Wall, uh, you got John Wall like in Miami. So I don't know. John, John Wall was worried about himself, man. Let him be. What you be worried about himself? Like John Wall, if, if they literally said they want a veteran point guard, you literally got one. That makes no sense. Bro, like playing. no, because Dennis Schroeder is like a bench player. I don't think John Wall would want to come off the bench. John, if John Wall wants to play basketball, sign that bio, John. Yeah, but you he's a player making forty million, so I don't think he would. Yeah, I'm t- no, I'm saying John Wall, if you're a smart man, so, you not sign that bio. So, so first of all, we have a point guard in the G League right now that's completely destroying that league. So I don't, I don't know why yeah, they, they seen, want Dennis Schroeder. Knicks, right? Dyson Knicks is destroying the G League. I have no idea why they want Dennis Schroeder to play minutes. Can a team poach yeah, him for you, Felice? If you guys keep messing around, can a team just take him? Bro, just buy him out. Like, he doesn't need to be on the team. Like, we got rid of Daniel Feist. Like, good on that. Just buy Dennis Schroeder out. Like, simple. It's not that No, hard. I'm saying your G League. The G League point guard can talk about. Can't, I'm pretty sure the team's going to just take G League. Oh, he's, he's, he's on a two-way. He's on oh, a two-way. Oh, two-way. Okay. He's on, he's on yeah. a two-way. All right. So, hey, maybe, you, maybe you guys just want him to learn in the G League and then come next year when you're playing for something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hey, Feliz, how yeah. would you have felt if you didn't uh, release Enos Freedom? Actually, no, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew he was getting cut the moment that shit happened. I'm like, he's not playing a basketball game. There's no way. And it's, I mean, and hypothetically, it's what if he did? Trolls. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. Like, what the heck? Like, yeah, no mean, way. Of course, he's dude. Yeah, it yeah. wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me because Tillman be trolling with his like meddling in the team operations and stuff. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, Enos Freedom's patriotic. Let's keep him." And it's and 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 it's and it's can go on Fox News. He can sign a contract over there. He's done in the NBA probably. <laughs> but um, Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, he can sign with Joe Rogan. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But uh, the thing I wanted to get to is the All Star Draft we had a couple of days ago. Um, yeah. I know I gave Kevin Durant a lot of credit. I said, "Listen, KD gonna come back." With with Hall of Fame, he's gonna be a great GM, Hall of Fame level GM. He's gonna come back. He's, he's a troll. Draft, he's that was talent. a horrendous take. And then he got waxed by LeBron again. Are you kidding? Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I like his bench a little more than LeBron's. Like slightly more. Why? Because he has starting why, lineup. Kev. Is it because he has Kevin why, Devin Booker? No, no, it's not. That, <laughs> nah, okay. bro. Come on, that, Kevin, that was that was a good man. pick. Because like LeBron was like, damn, I wanted him. He's like, I knew he was gonna take him, but. Like I think Kevin Luca, you let Luca pass. I mean, I don't, I don't blame pass. him. Like it's it wasn't a horrible decision. He took Josh second too, right? Uh, yeah, no, Katie's starting right? five was a total troll job. Like, dude, you you literally let Jokic like slip right into LeBron's hand. Like now LeBron has a literal god squad in the starting five. Like, come on, man. Yeah. LeBron, you know, picked the same team playing. as last year. Like, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Katie's not even playing, so it's like, KD is yeah, true, man. KD is oh, yeah, that, that on it low on the low, that shit was funny when LeBron picked DeMar like super early just to troll Rob Linka. Like, that was like, damn, you take his shots. I didn't make anything of that. Um, but K- KD, I, I, th- I think he was trying to make know, a point. He was like, y'all, y'all sold the bag on DeMar. Like, literally, the draft started the same way as last year. KD picked Embiid first last time. LeBron picked Giannis, then KD picked him, beat them. LeBron picked Curry. Then I don't know if KD picked actually this year's second. I can't even remember. Uh, but either way, it doesn't matter. 
uh, Kevin Durant is is, is his starting line. His bench is real. Like both benches are very good. Obviously, you can't go wrong. But KD's bench, I'd say, is a little bit better. But yeah, the interesting KD, part KD was the whole day. KD has a lot of size on his bench. He does. He really That's does. That's what she said. Why? Well. That's why he took Rudy Gobert. Yeah, well, let me tell you, know why he took Rudy Gobert. It's not yeah, no damn size. That had me cry. You got Charles Barkley saying LeBron don't pick no James Harden. And I actually didn't thought KD was going to pick him eventually. Like, I, I, like, it's like tradition for Rudy to be picked last. Same. Yeah, that, 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 that was actually honestly funny to me because – Normally, it's the last two picks are reserved for the Utah players. Like last year, like Chuck was roasting them because he's like, y'all are like irrelevant as fuck, basically. And this year, like, it's just for the James Harden gag. Like, bro, that's that's actually low-key generationally funny. LeBron is a troll for that. <laughs> no, LeBron is – listen, Thanks, keep bro. LeBron as a captain if you're going to keep giving us funny moments like this. Yeah, that was – that was uh, – dude, Dave – not Chuck. Chuck. Threw LeBron that alley oop for that shit. Yeah. And hey, LeBron. LeBron was he was trying to tamper too with that Darius Garland stuff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for we don't, sure. We, we, we see you. And then he was Darius Garland was the only player that LeBron posted on his story like individually about the All Star yep. stuff. We, we we see you. We got eyes on you. We yeah, he's trying, trying to go. To do. I'm telling you, man, he, he he just trying to go back to Cleveland. That's what it looks like to me. Yep. I agree. Right, this All Star game, I feel like it's gonna be a little bit. So a fun a little bit. Maybe James Harden gonna go try to pull up a thirty point triple double or something. You're gonna take it serious. Yeah, I could. See <laughs> I knew it. KD. The moment KD looked and said, "Yeah, I need some size." After literally saying, "I pick Carl Anthony Towns because of size." Yeah, no, KD. You don't want Bro, and the way he said no to Ernie Johnson was <laughs> that was. <funny>. I forgot <laughs> what was the question he asked. How, how long? Do you have KD, like a timetable? You... Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, that's how he said. Can you update us about how you're feeling and if you have a timetable? And he could have been like, "Oh, I'm feeling good. I don't have a timetable." Red's gonna go. I think he just heard the second question though. I think that's what happened. Like when he, like I think the only thing that he bro, like, bro was in such table. a mood. He was not. And then he just said listener. no. The, like there is like a bunch of funny stuff that happened during the draft, but like the funniest thing to me, like overall, was that like literally like the whole crew like tnt crew was like laughing their asses off and lebron had to like cover his face up and stuff but katie's oh, like they're like like sitting there like stone cold like he's like he so like i i hate all of you guys like individually like i hope you guys all die and he's like nah bro bro that that was like that's what he looked like like he like so obviously was like it's yes. like bro why he did they like, Charles Barkley made the Harden joke about Harden got traded and he's healthy oh, now? Man. KD literally was laughing with him. Yeah, yeah but was... for the for the most part, he was just like stone cold. Like he like had like no expression on his face. He's like, bro, why did I ever join Brooklyn? Come on, man. Dude, um, I don't that like deep. Uh, I love so, KD. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love KD, but I don't want to see that dude as a captain ever again. Yeah. yeah. Now he gave us one of the funniest moments all Joel time. Embiid. I'm not gonna lie. Joel and B should be next year. I want to see. I want to see B versus Jokic. Same. And B would be an amazing captain. Y'all see the reason he gave for you? Know, clearly, he was talking about Ben Simmons with that tweet, and then he's gonna try so to say, funny. "Yeah, I picked him because he was well dressed, well laughing, and side eyeing." All right, Joel and B. Bro, yeah. Jokic would be funny as hell. Like those guys, those are like two of the funniest guys in the entire league. That would just be. That would just be too good, man. 
Uh, Joel Embiid. I mean, the nice thing about Joel Embiid is he he calls himself a troll, so he already knows. But we know. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's openly like a joke guy. Is his Twitter he's, handle? His Twitter like, is literally Joel Troel Embiid. Azad, you should be more pride about your trolling too, just like in there. Hey, man. That's not me. <laughs> I already told you how many times that's you. All right, bro. All Actually, right, no, no, we got the we got the biggest troll as a guest today. So Oh who you? <laughs> Whoa. I mean uh we... hey. listen. All right. That's be I nice. Mean... That'd be nice. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. My piece. You know, Aaron Rodgers has the same amount of NFC right. championships as Drew. Right, right, this, uh, this is an NBA right, podcast. This, this, this is a NBA pod. The last thing we want is NFL thoughts on here. Uh, but I think we covered pretty much everything that happened uh, over this last crazy week in the NBA. Uh, we will not be back next week for obvious reasons. All Star Weekend. There's nothing interesting going on. I mean, the only thing we can really talk about next week is... Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. I almost forgot. The trade deadline got me acting different, too. (laughs) Thank God you guys reminded me. All right. Team of the week first, always. That's how we start. Go ahead. All right. So, I'm not going to lie. This is a split between two teams. Um, All right. For me, at least, uh, the Celtics and the Mavericks. Uh, Celtics... Celtics are four and zero in the last. I'm gonna cheat a little bit because some teams only play like three games. Uh, All right. They're uh, the Celtics are on a seven game winning streak. They're four and zero in the last um, eight days. They they beat they beat the Nets. Obviously that that game was hilarious. Uh, they beat the Nuggets last night. Twenty eight to two at one point. Yeah, it was twenty eight to two. That was a hilarious game. That's crazy. Uh, and I said Dallas because they beat. Atlanta and um, the Clippers within the last like week, and they're also seven and three in the last like ten games. So, yeah. All right. My teams. Um, and, and do does anybody have the same teams as Phillies? Uh, sadly, I do. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Aizad. Well. I I mean, I said last week about the Boston Celtics, didn't I? Yeah, you were talking we about did. like uh, their defense. Yeah, the yep. defense has really improved and. I mean, they're just continuing their, their hot streak. Um, they're just dominating teams, too. And that's the thing. And I love Derek White for them. Uh, we briefly touched upon him, but that was a good uh, trade for him. He had a good debut as well. Um, so I think they'll be a little bit uh, better with him. I got my team of the week. It's a boring pick because I picked them a million times, but it's the Suns, dude. They beat, they beat the Bucks, Sixers, and Bulls in the same week. So I, I got to pick the Suns. For team of the week. All right. Yeah. We had them a couple of times, but obviously well deserving. They've been phenomenal this season. I feel like uh, them Kev, and the I hope have been the Kev, your team, your team of the week. I hope it's not Suns, but you are entitled to make it the Phoenix. So go ahead. Give it, give All right. it, give so 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 to make it fair, I'm gonna do a West and an East team of the week. All right. All right. Look, we'll excuse so, you. We don't do that, for but the go East ahead. Team of the week, I'm going to. <laughs> I, I will give the Celtics my respect because I know that all uh, all of you guys picked them before. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the Heat because the Heat, like after they had that bad loss, I believe to the. I mean, no, they actually it wasn't a bad loss. They lost to the Raptors. Ever since then, they have the most points they've given up in the game is 100. They've been playing at a very high level, and a lot of their starters haven't been playing together this year. I'm very high on that that team, and I think that 
they might be the favorites out east, honestly. Not even kind of lie. And then for my West team of the week, there's a lot of worthy candidates. I really want to pick the Suns, but I'm not going to. Like Lex said, you feel they, that they were the team of the week. That's fine. I mean, I just, I just, I just want to be fair to other teams. So, I mean, they did have really good wins this week, but I'm gonna go with Dallas too because they did beat Philly, they beat Atlanta, they clamped both of them up, especially in crunch time, and then they blew the wheels off of Pistons, which I mean they should do, but 30 point win that's impressive. And then they beat the Clips, so they they had a really solid week. I'll give it to them. All right. Uh, my team of the week uh, was the Utah Jazz. I already told you guys how they uh, dismantled the Golden State Warriors. And by the way, they, they won three games this week without Rudy. I get it, New York Knicks. But, I mean, the Knicks are a, a decent team. And without Rudy, we know the Jazz aren't, aren't as elite as usual. But, I mean, they, they, they went and beat. They won at home, back-to-back. Uh, they've been at home all week. The Orlando went all right. You expect them to beat the Magic. But I feel like the Knicks win. And then completely destroying Golden State with a sound by side getting like seven blocks. Uh, I, I think Utah Jazz is my team of the week. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, player of the week, on to player of the week now. Uh, Felice, let's restart with you. Go ahead. Um, I have the same player of the week again. It's Luca. Luca uh, Magic. Yeah, hey, people, people again will be surprised that I picked Luca, but uh, he's averaging. Basically 34. He's basically averaging a 34 point triple double in the last week, shooting 50 percent from the field. He's shooting 44 percent from three on eight attempts per game. Uh, the free throw percentage is kind of up compared to last week. Last week it was at like 50. Now it's at like 72. So that's pretty good. And also the Mavs are four zero in that stretch. So yeah, I feel like he should be Player of the Week. Oh, uh, so his career high, 51 points. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah, Felisa, for all the reasons you stated, I also had Luca, da- Luca as my player of the week, Luca Magic. I'm not going to call him Luca Doncic anymore. He's Luca Magic. Uh, I'm not going to call him Luca Doncic anymore if you're going to keep playing like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got DeMar DeRozan. I did, I did as well. All right. That's, that's, yeah. that's a good DeMar play. DeRozan. Yeah. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan, you know. Uh, 38 and a half. What six, he did last night. <clears throat> yeah, I got DeRozan. Uh, could you explain why? Uh, I, oh, I was trying to. Uh, 38, uh, he averaged 38 and a half points per game, six rebounds, five assists, and he's shooting 62%. Yeah, that's really that's 62%. Yeah. Yeah. No. Last night, y'all see what he did to Pat Bev? You know, hit him with that. Oh, that my. Fade away mid range. He, he, he did some vile things to the, the Timberwolves. <laughs> Timberwolves. He did some nasty things. And he's going to tell Pat Bev, you, you, you too little. That was disgusting. Patrick Beverly. going to have to get paid back later on. I don't know when we face him in Minneapolis. He's a top tier troll. Y'all seen what he tweeted the other day? <laughs> yeah, Pat Bev. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yep. All right. Pat Bev is just that guy. You, you, I love Pat Bev. He, he, he makes Timberwolves fun. All right. Yeah, so... y'all see him get uh, Diallo that technical? Yeah, I saw I that, that too. too. <laughs> Good troll, like I said. Good troll. <laughs> so I'm going to switch right. it up a little bit from what y'all picked. I'm gonna pick Omar's boy Cat for player of the week. He, he has he, right. he didn't like okay, so he didn't put up like the most eye popping numbers like scoring wise, but he averaged like around like 24 a game. 
in the last couple of games, he's been a really great playmaker. His defense has still been great. Uh, he hasn't had a game shooting under 50% in like almost three weeks. Like he's just been a monster, a machine. And I think he deserves props. I appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah. Show Timber of Love. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm all part of that cat agenda, you know? Azad, you hey, said Rosen well, right? Yeah, I had, I had DeMar. I mean, but we know well. Azad. We know Azad not just giving it to DeMar. Azad, go ahead. Give us your shadows too. All right, so, I mean, I had DeMar as well. I mean, I saw that his his last four or three games, he was like, I, I believe his last four games, he was two and two, but they've been without, I believe, Zach Levine. Um, so, I, I'm going to give him a pass. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 62% from the field is kind of crazy. I mean, that's nuts. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's really nuts. Um, so, yeah, DeMar is my first pick. Um, another player I want to shout out because – I feel like this player is synonymous with criticism. I feel like this player is, okay. uh, I don't know. I feel like this season alone, um, he's been getting a lot of hate. And he was an All-NBA oh, so player last year. No, no never talking about Julius Randle. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's averaging 29 points, 12 rebounds, six assists per game. Um, you know, he's, his field goal percentage is all right. It's 49%. Um, 35 from the three-point line, but uh, again, he's not my pick, but y'all, y'all know me. I love giving shout-outs. He's having a good game right now, as we speak. Yeah, yeah he's having he's another good team. game. First um, team. Yeah, efficiency is bad, but... Yeah. Um, Team-wise, like, the, the Knicks haven't been great recently. They had an impressive win against the Warriors, where he played really well, so... Um, yeah, I'm going to give one of them to Julius Randle. Um, another dude... I want to give a shout out to. I thought he should have been an all star in uh, in front of Chris Middleton, but that's Jared Allen. Twenty points per game, uh, seventeen rebounds, which is kind of crazy. Um, and his defense, because I've been watching the Cavs a lot more recently. His defense is. I mean, I'm not saying he should be in Defensive Player of the Year voting, but he should he's, be. He's he's incredible on defense. Honestly, like he he even was. Um, there were moments where he was even holding his own against perimeter players. Um, so I'm impressed with Jared Allen. I thought he should have been an all-star, and uh, I'm going to give him a shout-out. It wasn't a two-under-the-radar right. player, so I was yeah. just going to go to Randall and Jared Allen instead. He wants, he wants to show everyone that he should have been an all-star. So, yeah, Jared Allen, definitely, I agree, should have been over Middleton. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that, too. <laughs> hey, okay, Maybe buddy, the Lamar ball one time off there. Huh? I'm surprised he didn't say D book. I mean D D book D book had a good week, but I wouldn't say like player of the week caliber. Like he had like really good games against Philly and Chicago. The yeah. Milwaukee game, he didn't have to do too much, and so that probably pulled him back a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. like he, he's, he's pretty here, consistently um... like scoring thirty a game for like the last month or so. So I know y'all didn't. I know y'all don't follow Timbers. Did you guys hear that? Wiggins, Cat, and Zach Levine are gonna recreate that one photo they had, uh, to give to the Flip Saunders family. Uh, oh yeah, that's cool. That one, I didn't see that. You no, know, because he he obviously you remember he drafted all of them. He his vision was for them to lead the Timberwolves to a championship. But unfortunately, when he literally the year he drafted Zach Levine, I'm pretty sure he passed away because of cancer. So his yeah. vision really never got to be seen out. So now that all three are actually on the same All Star team and they all became All Stars like he envisioned. 
they're going to take the photo together again and then give it to the family. I just think that's a really cool gesture. Yeah, it's cool to see. And just really awesome uh, to see that Flip Saunders' vision kind of came true now. Obviously, yeah, not chance, they're Flip not leading is, Minnesota to a chip. But. Like, Flip was, like, a really, really good basketball mind. Like, he's a pretty good, like, front office guy, and he was also – he was probably even a better coach. Like, that's cool to see. I like to see that. No, I mean, the Minnesota fans love him. I ripped to a, to a legend. He just learned yeah. so much. He's on got Garnett. Uh, a lot of people said, does he know what he's doing with the Zach Levine pick? And look how great Zach Levine turned out. So he knows what he, yeah. he knew what he was doing. And it's it's pretty cool gesture that I just want to highlight on the pod that they're actually going to go and do that. Uh, For sure. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. Uh, as, appreci- as usual, I appreciate everyone coming on. Hey, uh, Omar, real me. quick. Okay. I want to say, I want to say shout out to DeJounte Murray for making an all-star, man. Y'all know me. I'm a huge fan. You got the All Star thing on Monday? Or? Your your mic is muffled. Y'all hear me? Yeah. Now sure. we hear. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh right, yeah. Now I was saying like shout out to Dejounte Murray for making the All Star game. Um, he had a crazy game. I think yesterday he had like yeah. thirty two and fifteen. So insane, I thought he deserved yeah. to be an All Star. We didn't talk about it last week, but shout out to him. Yep, shout out for sure, for sure. Very impressive uh, to see him get to be an all-star after, as you guys already saw the tweets, they kept hating on his character and stuff, but he an all-star. Uh, and it's going to be fun to see. He's on Team Durant, if I remember correctly. KD got him. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Like, a lot of KD's teammate team is young, hungry, first-time all-stars. So that's going to be fun to see how that dynamic plays in, in the all-star game. Are they keeping the same – like Kobe target score, they're gonna have twenty four to the to the last third quarter. Or did they change that? Yeah, I think they're not. keeping it. All right. Hopefully this year they actually try and play. Uh, last year it was really LeBron's team was so good. You had Dame Curry having a three point shooting contest, which was a <laughs> <laughs> that was. We don't want to see that again. We want to see real basketball be played. So I think these young new first time All Stars in Team KD uh, will probably do that. So that's the only that's the one positive I thought to KD's team. But as usual, thank you guys for coming on, uh, spending a decent amount of your Saturday to to record this. And uh, no, again, we will not meet next week because of the All Star break. And uh, but after that, we will be back as per usual. Yeah, sounds good. It's been fun to be on today. Thank you. Yep, for sure. Anytime you want to be guest, let us know. All right. Cool.